weekly podcast, your number one source for energy, infrastructure and project finance, news, data and analysis. I'm your host Naomi Wood, reporting to you from London and today is the 9th of May. We'll be covering the top news from across the Americas this week, ahead of our event in Nashville later this month. Stay tuned for the end of the episode to find out more. The US Department of Energy has announced $3.1 billion in funding to support the production of batteries and components and to prepare the country for the expected rapid growth of lithium-ion battery demand. The investment will back battery material processing and battery component manufacturing and recycling projects. These can include new retrofitted and expanded commercial facilities as well as demonstration projects. Individual awards will range from $50 to $400 million. The funding comes from the bipartisan infrastructure law passed last year. The legislation includes more than $7 billion to boost the US battery supply chain. Along with the $3.1 billion funding opportunity, the DOE announced a separate $60 million fund for electric vehicle battery recycling and second use applications. The supply chain investments are intended to reduce the US's reliance on other nations. In other news, Next Decade has executed a 15-year sale and purchase agreement with NG for the supply of LNG from Next Decade's Rio Grande LNG export project in Brownsville, Texas. NG will purchase 1.75 million metric tons per annum of LNG on a free onboard basis. The LNG supply will be from the first two trains of Rio Grande LNG, with the first train expected to start commercial operations as early as 2026. Assuming the achievement of further LNG contracting and financing, next decade anticipates making a positive final investment decision on a minimum of two trains of the Rio Grande LNG export project in the second half of 2022, with FIDs of its remaining three trains to follow thereafter. Next Decade aims to reduce CO2 emissions from the project by more than 90% via carbon capture and storage. Combined with responsibly sourced gas and the use of net zero electricity, Next Decade intends to produce a lower carbon intensive LNG for its customers. Elsewhere, Turner Group is selling its recently built portfolio of 1,200 kilometres of power transmission assets in Brazil, Peru and Uruguay to CDPQ for an equity value of 265 million euros. The deal will give Turner a capital gain of over 60 million euros and enable CDPQ to enter the Latin American energy transmission market. Closing of the deal is planned in multiple steps for the most part in the second half of 2022. IFC is making a $10 million investment in the form of preferred equity in Batia, a Colombian electricity retailer and aggregator, to improve access to clean energy contributing to the country's climate commitments. In its first engagement with a retail power aggregator globally, IFC will also assist the company to obtain financing of up to $36 million in long-term debt. 
IFC support will allow Batia to acquire greenfield solar assets and strengthen its capital position, expanding and diversifying its generation capacity in Colombia. This will help displace carbon-intensive and more expensive thermal generation, reducing around 55,000 tonnes of CO2 emissions equivalent each year. In addition, IFC's investment will enable smaller businesses and commercial and industrial users to implement energy efficiency plans and additional savings. As part of its energy policy aimed at ensuring energy security, low prices and reducing greenhouse gas emissions, Colombia aims to achieve 25% penetration of the non-conventional renewable energy by 2030. Despite considerable potential for NCRE, the resources remain largely untapped, less than 0.5% of the energy mix in the country. In Canada, Orla Mining has refinanced its $125 million project finance facility with a new $150 million secured credit facility. The facility includes a $100 million term facility and a $50 million revolving facility through a syndicate of lenders composed of the Bank of Nova Scotia, Bank of Montreal and Canadian Imperial Bank of Commerce. Proceeds were used to repay the existing project finance facility with the balance of the revolving facility available for the general corporate purposes and working capital. The applicable interest rate for each credit facility will be based on the term SOFR rate, plus an applicable margin ranging from 2.75 to 3.75%, based on the company's leverage ratio at the end of each fiscal quarter. The undrawn portion of the revolving facility will be subject to a standby fee of 25% of the applicable term SOFR margin. Until September 30, 2022, the company will be subject to an applicable margin of 3%. There is a five-year term on-term facility and three years on the revolving facility, with option to extend the term of the revolving facility by up to one-year intervals. And finally, the US Environmental Protection Agency has approved a $281 million Water Infrastructure Finance and Innovation Act loan to Johnson County, Kansas, to finance the modernization of the Nelson Wastewater Treatment Facility Improvements Project. Work undertaken as part of the project will include upgrading biological nutrient removal and adding auxiliary treatment facilities to treat peak wet weather flows and biosolids processing, aiding the reduction of nitrogen and phosphorus discharges. When the upgrades have been completed, the project will be able to treat 15 million gallons per day during average daily flows and 52 million gallons per day during peak flows. The project will also provide an additional 87 million gallons per day of wet weather auxiliary capacity. Construction is expected to be completed in 2029. And those are our top headlines across the Americas for this week. As I mentioned at the start, we are heading to Nashville this month for our next live and in-person event, Financing America's Infrastructure. This is taking place at the Lewis Vanderbilt Hotel on the 24th and 25th of May. We have an amazing lineup of speakers. Head on over to our website to find out more. If you are an attendee, you can still book a hotel room at the venue with our preferential rates. Find out more on the website and book with this great discounted rate before the 16th of May. That's all for this week, folks. Thanks for listening.